Welcome back to the Bargain Bin Movie Podcast, where today we mark the culmination of 10 years of cinematic history. The Marvel Cinematic Universe has finally started to come to <laughs> come together, come to fruition. This is this is what we've been waiting for since Iron Man 1 in 2008. We're finally here, guys. I'm your host, Gabe Rodriguez. Welcome back to the Bargain Bin Movie Podcast. And with me today, I have my good buddy, Daniel. And we're supposed to have Troy at some point, uh, but we had to start early um, without him because I think he got held up at work. Yeah. So Troy's, Troy's not a good uh, buddy. He's coming. <laughs> he's coming. He's coming. All right. How's it going, Daniel? Oh, it's good, man. Infinity War. That's what's up what yes yes that is, that is what's up let me let me adjust my gain here real quick i was like yelling into the thing and my it's like peaking my microphone Man. okay well maybe it'll be fine now i don't know okay so <laughs> we're i was really worried that this was going to happen that i would have to do the spoiler like non-spoiler section with daniel who uh has a history of not liking the non-spoiler section <laughs> <laughs> this guy just always wants to go straight into the spoilers. So, hey, you got to talk about the movie, man. I know, I know. And with this movie, it's like, how do you, uh, how and why do you not spoil this movie? Like at this point, if you're listening to a review of Avengers: Infinity War, you've seen the movie probably, and if you haven't, uh, look, you've there's like if you haven't, what, then blow up your movies? phone. It's like twenty one movies. Yeah, it's twenty one nineteen. But if you haven't seen Whatever. it yet, oh, 19, if you yeah. haven't seen it yet, then you're not a Marvel nerd and you shouldn't be listening to this podcast. So go blow up your phone. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. Ooh. Okay. So let's, let's see if we can, uh, non-spoiler this, uh, review for, for a minute. And then, uh, hopefully Troy will come and give us his thoughts, bless us with his thoughts on, uh, Avengers Infinity War. Okay. So I'm going to make you go first. My good friend Daniel, let's let's uh, let's hear what you have to say about it. What d did you like the movie? Was it everything that you ever hoped for? <laughs> yes, the short answer is yes. Uh, I I really okay. loved the movie. Great, we're not looking for short answers on this podcast. Okay. This is this well, is a, the, this is a review. The, <laughs> a long okay. review the long the long answer is um, it is a very different tone than all the other movies. And yes, that's true. It has a level of, of gravity and of weight to it that I think most people hoped for because most of the Marvel movies tend to be very light, uh, lighthearted. Um, mm -hmm. And this the, light, and fluffy. light and fluffy. This had its light and fluffy moments. It had a lot of funny parts, but overall, it yes. was really grounding, very gripping. And I would say it's not uh, a popcorn movie. It's a very, very highly enjoyable movie. It's just a very deep and intense movie as well. Uh, but all of that said, yeah, that's it's what really people intense. really wanted, and, and the Russo brothers delivered um, tenfold. So, yes. Do you really think, do you think that's what everybody wanted? Because I kind of wanted to come out of the theater like pumping my fist, and that's not quite what happened. Okay. Well, you didn't ask me about the ending, but overall, I think okay, the tone right. of the movie mm -hmm. fit what most people wanted. Right. Okay. 
I I almost forgot we're, we're still trying not to spoil. <laughs> hey, who's the who's oh. having a hard time not spoiling oh. now? <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. Okay. So I I really enjoyed it. I like afterwards somebody was asking me like what I thought of it and I was and then if I liked it. I was like, I don't know if liked the movie was is quite the right way of putting it like i i really enjoyed it while i was watching it and i walked out of the theater like just kind of like wow i I can't believe that happened so uh but we can't really talk about that without spoiling the movie um let's see do do the characters stay true to who who they are and do they work well together did they did they juggle all of these crazy characters well do you think yes i think they really do um a point I made to a friend of mine earlier was that the genius element behind this movie is that um, it was not it would not have been possible to have this many characters in a movie and make it make you care about each one without having the movie either be a five hour movie or have the movie uh, be based on characters that were set up ahead of time. And that's what this movie was. Right. It was the 19th movie in the franchise so far. Many of these characters, like Robert Downey Jr., this was his eighth movie that he's been in. And That's it? What's that? <laughs> that's it? I feel like he's been in every single one of them. But, <laughs> he's a pretty yeah, popular right. guy. But like out of 19, he's been in um, you know, eight. So that's, that's a lot of movies. Um, and right. there was a little bit of character development. Uh, I would say Doctor Strange had some good development. Spider-Man definitely had some development. Um, mm-hmm. But as far as like looking towards the characters, this wasn't a movie about the characters. It was a movie about Thanos. And that's what really, that's what I was talking about earlier when people wanted the, wanted a movie that you, that you felt there were stakes to that wasn't just a nice jolly ride. Um, that's what we got. And in order to do that, you had to focus on Thanos. And if you focus on Thanos, there's a give and take, and you know you probably lose some screen time with the characters. But I think most people are okay with that because you get plenty of screen time with the characters. It's just not as much as uh, previous movies. But they all worked well together. There were a lot of funny parts, funny interactions that we were hoping for, and uh, it, it delivered on on all those fronts as well. Yeah, it definitely did. And when they said that this was going to be a very like Thanos heavy that he was like basically going to be the main character type of thing i was like there's no way that has to be just like a dumb rumor going around but that's exactly what they did and yeah and even if you look at kind of the story structure uh all together you know with a bird's eye view he's really kind of the protagonist he kind of is he kind of is in a weird way yeah, and he definitely gets the most screen time, I would say. Yes. Out of all the individual mm, characters, I would agree. I might take that. Yeah. Yeah. But it's so. interesting because I don't think it's a spoiler to say that he's hell-bent on destruction of a lot of stuff, a lot of lives. Mm-hmm. And um, and so because of that, you, can, you can't really say that's a protagonist because that's not a good thing. But what the Russo brothers did is they really made you see his motivation and sympathize mm-hmm. with it because he he has a surprisingly human element to him, which is is really interesting. And most of the MCU villains don't have that, but he no. um, 
he really believes what he's doing is is for the better of people, like actually for their good. Um, which right. which makes him sympathetic. Right. It's not just like you know, uh, oh, I, I'm I'm bent on taking control of the universe, or I'm I'm trying to uh, display my dominance. He's very content with not displaying his dominance. He just believes that this is something that needs to be done for the better, uh, for the greater good of humanity. But it's a question of you know, does the means justify the ends? Obviously, killing um, as many characters as he is trying to do in this movie. Uh, because his his scope is so wide, um, mm-hmm. is not something that's going to justify the end of helping all the other people, but um, mm-hmm. but for him it is, and so that's where that's where the discrepancy comes in. Right, and that's that's what really makes a good villain in a lot of people's eyes. That you can sympathize with him, and you can see kind of where he's coming right. from, and they definitely did both of those things in infinity right. war which ah, i'm just i'm just so glad okay right, is there anything else we can say in non-spoilers because i'm gonna pull a daniel and be very ready to just go straight <laughs> into spoilers uh do you want to give a non-spoiler score or do you want to wait to the end to do that yeah yeah yeah, yeah no absolutely um i gave it like a 9.5 the last time somebody asked me um and really it was just the point five is really just because of it wasn't quite the feeling that I expected to have at the end of the movie. Right. Right. And I can't say anything else about that. Um <laughs> but um I it might change. It might go down maybe half a point. I can't see it going under nine just because I'm a complete fanboy and I, I don't think that I'll be able to let it go below that and maybe if i you know read enough negative reviews i was just reading something in the new yorker that was like um oh the the characters don't get introduced they're just like um oh okay troy's calling uh i'm gonna oh goodness gracious i'm gonna answer it i guess because otherwise i don't know what else i can do all right hold on daniel hey troy hey man okay so do you have your recording stuff set up um, hold on just one second. Oh. I, it's all good. Uh, I'm like recording the podcast with Daniel right now and I have him on hold. So how's the, do you need to like set up your recording stuff? Yeah, just, just one second. I did. We'll just take like 20 seconds. Okay. Uh, I've completely lost my train of thought. I was saying something and I can't remember what I was saying. Oh, something about the New York or the New Yorker was like, uh, they don't get introduced and and uh, they just pop up and this whole movie is like an ad for the previous stuff, which is ridiculous to me. But so maybe my store will change, score will change, but probably not. And we're good. All right, I'm recording. Okay, sweet. All right, hold on one second. This is this is all happening live, folks. This is this is amazing. Feel like there's okay. I'm merging missing. the calls. Merging the calls. Please tell me you weren't talking to yourself for like. T- no, no, no. I wasn't talking minutes. to myself. I just yeah. filled in. Uh, I filled in the the podcast listeners uh, on on just some other thoughts I had, non spoiler thoughts, <laughs> but just in case. Just oh in case. no. Okay. Okay. Well, this is 
This see, this is exactly what I didn't want to happen. I didn't want to have to do any editing, and now there's going to be a bunch of editing right there. In the well, middle. I figured you, could, I you were going to edit talking. out the silence or my voice either way. So I thought, just in case you didn't have to, you could uh, you just leave it. Okay, because I also I also filled time, so it'll be fine. I'll figure it out. It's all good. I'm just whining for no reason. I see. Troy, how's it going? Yep. Ah, it's going great. Do you have to finally get back and get on this? Um, <laughs> Sorry, I, I know there's a lot of unforeseen uh, things that happened. But anyway, here we are now. It's all good, man. That's exactly right. We are here yeah. now. Uh, Daniel, meet Troy. Troy, Daniel. Hey, Troy. Nice to meet hey. you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love this. Nothing's going as planned. Um, <laughs> it's just like Infinity War. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. Speaking of which, Troy. We were just yes. Um, we were just wrapping up our non-spoiler section, uh, sort of. So if you want to oh, give boy. a little bit of uh, non-spoilery um, thoughts on yeah, this on on the movie, there's really not a lot you can do in the non-spoiler section. Like every single review I've seen has been like, "It's good, it's sad." I wait for the non for the spoiler review. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Just it just like because there's just because like in the opening scene like there's stuff that could qualify as spoilers so i mean right okay so I, what i asked daniel well, I, was like i guess I, sorry go ahead go ahead oh no go ahead what were you saying i was uh i had asked daniel like how how well they juggled the characters do you think that they juggled the characters well and like they got their due justice because like i was just reading an article that said they didn't so that like they were just inter- um, they weren't introduced they were just kind of popped up well i mean it it does i actually that's kind of i that's what i liked about it, is that didn't spend like a whole bunch of time recapping who these people are they just assume you know who these people are and as far as like characterizing these characters i well i think um i actually enjoyed thor specifically in spider-man like these characters that showed up in their own movies i enjoyed their characters more in this movie than in their own solo movie, I think the um, wow. Oh, that's interesting. Or, or the directors again, the uh, the brothers, the Russo brothers, again. the Russo brothers, two brothers mm-hmm. directing a Marvel movie. Uh, can't remember their names, but like they they know these characters super well, and I feel like they did a great job. They really did justice, except for we'll get into that in spoilers. There's one character who I feel like does something that's in his character, but it's kind of over the top. Okay, and kind of ruins everything all right hold that thought um so okay gotcha let's see what was the other question that i asked daniel was that it uh, just overall thoughts and then i think so but just real characters. quick the point i made while you guys were gone was that uh a lot of people view the mcu as a tv show and if you were if yes, you were halfway exactly. through a tv series and they had an episode that recapped the characters that you'd already been following that wouldn't really make sense so the the, right. the mid episodes are definitely built on you knowing the characters already, and exactly. that's the nature of the TV series. Same with the book, and it's the same with the MCU. Now you have a little bit of flexibility because there's a lot more space in between the episodes, and they are feature length films. Um, so some of the films, mm-hmm. the individual films, do recap a little bit or fill you in on a little bit of details. But because of the amount of time mm-hmm. that they had to cram everything into this, there's not really time to recap and. It, it gave space to focus on Thanos, which was the whole point anyway. Right. And this is actually a lot harder than a TV show because you can have a crap episode or two or like a filler episode 
because it doesn't cost you $200 million, $150 million to right. make uh, one episode of a TV right. show. And you're not going to, you're not depending on all of that money coming back and you making money off of each individual episode. Right. Like it has exactly. to stand together by itself, like all together and not by itself. So yeah, yeah, no, that, I love that analogy. That makes perfect sense. Right. Okay. And so we get, I gave my score. I think Daniel, you hadn't given your score. Well, I've only seen it once so far and, um, same. I have, I'm going to see it like three more oh, times. Oh yeah, at least. Um, <laughs> uh, right now I'd say 9.5 is about accurate. Um, okay. There's, so, there's oh, that something, was my score, I, by okay, the way, there, I'll just say this, this is not spoilery of course, but there's, there's a, a, a vibe that mm. makes you excited for Avengers four next year. Um, right. And without ah, boy, this is hard dancing around. It's hard to identify what's spoiler and what's not. Let's just say it's not. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't walk out of there feeling all light and fluffy and buttery. And that, and mm-hmm. that I think is what the, I mean, is very, it's very intentionally oh, yeah. what the Russo brothers are going for. Um, it's different than what I was expecting. And, that might have brought my score down a little bit, but once I watch it again, I might have a deeper appreciation for it. So I could say my score might even go up. Hmm. So from nine point five. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, we're talking about Avengers: Infinity War, so if any movie can get higher, that's true. Than that, it can. Yeah, that is that's so surreal that we're talking about this right now. Just thinking about I know about this years ago. Oh my gosh, my thirteen-year-old <laughs> self is just dying of happiness right now. <laughs> <It's so good. laughs> All right, all right. Before this gets really messy, like please, Troy, can, uh, what's 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 your score, dude? Um, I'm I'm thinking nine point five sounds good. I feel wow. like there's there's nothing Damn, there that took well, yeah, there's nothing there that took me out of the movie. Like I I recognize that there are flaws. Like obviously, like there's stuff in there that someone could look at and say, ah, that's that's not so great. But it's so overshadowed by everything else in the movie that's great that it just yeah it's 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 pretty close to perfection i'm not gonna lie it's <laughs> again it's i don't know right oh here's but a again here's the concept of, of a perfect movie is not possible but like right it's just it's up right. there it's great right i i thought of a negative that's actually non-spoilery there's um huh. there's a couple of moments uh especially on some of the otherworldly locales that are the green screen's not so good and there's times when thanos i okay. feel like was a little too shiny or something like it didn't quite mesh with the rest of his surroundings did you guys yeah. feel that at all so yeah i, 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 I never mean. noticed and also the font was i never noticed small. that about thanos i did notice one shot uh of iron man where it definitely felt like they they copied and pasted his face onto the suit but uh, it was it was very brief. Yeah. I mean, it didn't like it. It was just a passing thought, and it didn't take away from the overall scene. Right. Yeah. My thought was more that well, this in a you know in a number of years the the CG isn't going to hold up so well. Whereas like even yeah. some of the older stuff that you know they just keep everything in the dark type of thing, it it's going to hold mm-hmm. up for a long time. But of course, they couldn't do that in this movie. Right. Yeah. I, I I've seen having. Like looking back at screenshots on this, you can very clearly—I don't know what it is specifically—but you can always tell there's a person in makeup, there's a CGI person, and even no matter how many details you get, like 
facial movements, wrinkles, mm-hmm. all that. You can just there's something about it where you can just tell that's that those don't exist in the same right, area. Right. right. It's just something about people faces. I don't know. Yep. We'll get there. We'll get there eventually. Yeah. Okay. Are we ready for spoilers? Let's do it. Okay. All right. Everyone's been warned. Three, two, one. <laughs> Spoiler <laughs> everything. Dead. Okay. I I want to talk about. We lost, guys. How did we, what what? The Everyone heck? died. Yeah. Everyone died. Every, we lost. And the people who aren't supposed to die right. died. Like that's what. Yeah, the people me. with like, secrets. I, I remember. There's just a moment where I'm, I'm looking. I'm like, oh, Black Panther. Oh, Black Panther's gonna watch this person die, and then he evaporates. And like, oh, okay. Right. Um. Uh, shoot. Vision dies twice. Um. Yeah, he, he dies so <laughs> many times in this movie. It's just, it's such a bummer. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Like he, they, he dies, they bring him back. He dies again. And and Gamora, right. who saw that coming? Oh yeah. Right. I I kind of saw that coming. As soon as he said, "You have to sacrifice what you care for." I I got. Oh well, sure. No, that. I did really? too. I did too. But uh, but I'm talking about before we even started the movie. Like I never Gamora. Oh, but before you know, you're thinking yeah. like Cap, Iron Man. Yeah, I didn't Thor. see any of the Guardians eating it. Like, like that's. Oof. You just thought the Gamora was kind of like at the bottom of the barrel there that she was just gonna die just because she wasn't. She's not that big of a player, or what? Yeah, I. I mean, it's just like you know, you're probably like when you think, oh my gosh, who will die in Infinity War? You think of the the big ones. So, you know, I it, I I just like Gamora seems like such a staple in the Guardians of the, of the Galaxy that. I mean, she's the voice of reason oftentimes, like Groot and Rocket, right. you know, especially Rocket and uh, Star-Lord just butt heads so much. And then Drax just makes jokes mm-hmm. and Mantis is kind of stupid. So it, it was surprising to me <laughs> that they would take the glue out of that. So whether or not she'll stay dead, that's up to up to Avengers 4. But we'll okay. See. I, I kind of want to do uh, a Deadpool here, but I'm going to have to we're going to have to like pull together everyone who's dead at the end of the movie first. But I think, I think that Gamora is actually going to stay dead because if you think about it, she, uh, she had to be sacrificed in order for anyone to get the soul stone, right? So even if they re... Okay, they can't rewind time in order to resurrect her. I, they might be able to do something else. But in the timeline, she, like... Because there's got to be, like... Uh, a master timeline, like an overall ultimate timeline where in order for the good guys to get the gauntlet and do anything with it, which is, I assume what has to happen. Um, they, the gauntlet originally has to go to Thanos. And in order for that to happen, like for it all to be formed together, she has to die for him to get the soul stone. Does that make sense? She has to die for him to get the soul stone for them to get the glove. Well, I have a thought. Uh, Okay, what's your thought? Well, I want to say as much as I... <laughs> I want to say, like, <laughs> all of the theories about Avengers 4. Uh, let's talk about Avengers 3 for a sec. Like... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what, like... I, I still don't understand every... Like, I can't comprehend it all yet. I don't know about you guys, but it's like mm-hmm. it hasn't sunk into me yet. It, there's too much to remember. There's too much yeah. that happened and too many deaths and all of it was like all action and battles and stuff. Um, is the... Uh, okay, so uh, at Classic Will L, I believe is his handle. Is that is that his handle, Troy? Do you know? 
Uh, yeah, seems like it. Okay, it's cla- yeah, it yeah, like yeah, yeah. Classic sounds like Will- Leo. Mm-hmm. At Classic Will L on Twitter, uh, Will, unpronounceable last name, a good buddy on Twitter. <laughs> he, um, he sent me this graphic that he made up of like where where everybody goes and what everybody does during Infinity War and like their lines uh stop when they die and it's really cool um and I don't remember where I was going with this but uh like that might help a little bit if um we forget stuff that was kind of I was like this oh, is a godsend but but okay um oh this is how it tied in I can't it, it's hard to remember everything that happened in it just because it's all all action all the time from beginning to end. And I, I will say, even though there is so much that happened, like it was paced so beautifully. Like everybody had something to do right. at right. the same time. Nobody felt like they like they were useless. Like even Thor, who had like arguably the least important mission in all of this, like his his whole thing was great and like Was it in, unimportant? Becoming, like, least exciting maybe. Well not well. In the end, did any of it really matter? That's true, but he almost like he almost <laughs> killed Thanos. Like it was like he was like the third oh, yeah, person to yeah. stab him during That's, the movie. That was the other thing I was thinking. I was like, it, he, you should have gone for the head, but also if you had gone for the arm and you just chop off his arm with the axe, like right, it's all over. Mm. That's a good but point. But despite Thor being what like was did he say thousands of years old or a couple hundred? I forget. Fifty. He said thousands. Like because there was like okay. Yeah, exactly. Goodness gracious! For a fifteen hundred year old man, he's really dumb. Like he makes some oh, really yeah. stupid. Why? Because he's going he's to the like heart? only just he's uh, no, but like he always like rushes into battle and whatever. Like he's only having character development now. Like he started what was it like ten years ago? He was a complete brat of you know, like somebody would be well, a, as a twenty year old prince or whatever. Like now he's getting character. So here's the thing anyway, that. Oh no, I'm, I'm just thinking like um. So this was also an argument. Um, gonna I want to keep it on this movie and not stray too far away. But okay, like maybe. that was an argument against Luke in the Last Jedi too. Is like he goes and has the same struggles that he had in Return of the Jedi. Mm. And I'm just thinking that's for me. I don't know for other people. For me, that's kind of an interesting way to treat characters. Is that. Yes, they recognize their flaws from previous movies, but also they don't just go away. It's still stuff you struggle with, and if you just watched your basically your whole family die in front of your face, I mean, I don't know if he feels very inclined to hold back and to you know let's let's talk this out, let's think about this. Like I'm right. thinking some of his base struggles and his base like rage and right. like meatheadedness is gonna come out because of um like everything else and his guess, his biggest target was or... the chest to be fair and you, when yeah, with Thanos, you really want to like try to guarantee success because this guy's unkillable and honestly so if i will give if him i was that. in thor's shoes i wouldn't know like oh the head is gonna be more uh lethal than the heart like to me the heart is the, the right. place you want to aim for it seems like he got right it, but... and it's a huge yeah. huge freaking Axe, like, how is it not going to kill him? Yeah, yeah. But it also, didn't. I just want to say, on a mo- on a movie level, I love how it was like the stakes are set up to where he could just die there. Like, it'd be a terrible way to end the movie. Like, he gets all the Infinity Stones and then just dies. But like, mm-hmm. 
you know, and, and a giant axe is still a giant axe, and if he doesn't use the stones, then, you know, he can still die. So I, I like how the stakes were set up there. Right. But, or at least they gave the illusion that Thanos could die even with all the stones. He just needed to use them in the right amount of time. Right. Yeah. And I was thinking, uh, get tr- sort of getting back to the end of the movie, that if he had gotten all the s- stones and then just, yeah, just had died, it would have been kind of disappointing. I'm like, I want to see him use the gauntlet, but I don't want to see everyone die. So, yeah, like, I, and I can't have both. So I was kind of like struggling with that during the right. movie. I'm like, oh, right. I don't know. I don't know what I want. Right. And that, and they gave me one of them. <laughs> <laughs> so, so and, yeah, that would be funny if the movie ended, if like he, if he couldn't do the time thing and like the Mind Stone just exploded and Thanos just went like, oh, well, shoot. Sm- well, smash cut to credits. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, crap. Right, exactly. <laughs> I started doing the Superman thing. The Seinfeld theme plays out. Oh my god! That is that's one of the, um, the things about this movie that was so like walking out of the first Avengers. I was on like cloud nine. I mean, it was yeah. it was just an amazing experience. Walking out of this one, I was stunned. And what I remember about it is, of course, I remember the deaths, but I remember the emotional times when. Like, I don't remember laughing that much. And I know there were funny parts I can think of them. But it was just like all the points where there was so much emotion involved and so many stakes. Like when Thor was talking about he lost his dad to his sister, who was a maniac, who he killed. He lost his brother to Thanos, who Thanos or who his brother used to serve and now is good. He lost uh, his mom to a crazy elf. He lost his home. Like, he was like, I have right. nothing. That was incredible. Like, he was like trying not to cry and but like smiling through his tears and yeah. i was like i've never seen chris hemsworth be so good and thor be this interesting yeah. like this is yeah great. it was and i mean um cat like iron man you know they set it up right away he was he's engaged to pepper he wants to have a baby with her you're like okay fine no oh, freaking yeah. lee and now but, he's off trapped in space yeah. and he's trapped on titan and like and then at the end of the movie this got me so hard when you realize do you guys remember at the uh, in Age of Ultron when he had that vision uh, of the Chitari and everything that Wanda put in his head that he was afraid that he wouldn't be able to protect them and that they would die? Well, I think the right. moment. Oh man! I think the moment when he felt that the most yeah. was when Peter died because he tried to save Peter. Oh, I forgot about that. He tried to save Peter, which, by the way, they they played that pretty hardcore. Like everyone else just fades away, and he like has like his full like. I, I don't want to die. Yeah, no, he it was That's, like it was like uh, they really the tenth, rubbed that in. Watching the tenth Doctor go all over again, he's like, I don't want to go. I don't want to go. I'm like, no, uh, kid, please stop. <laughs> just kill him. Stop making. Stop. Stop making his cat. And that's the point. Is like Iron Man feels so of all the Avengers, I would say Iron Man probably feels the most responsible for Peter. And the fact that Peter died right there in his arms and said, "No, I don't want to go," like he was, he was terrified. I think I, I think that was a knife to Tony's heart, and that's like that's where it left these characters. Like at the end, you saw Cap, and he there were the other Avengers behind him, and he was like, you, you could just see that they were defeated. They and and, mm-hmm. and that's the way it was the entire movie. Like, I mean, when Drac when uh, when Thanos used the Reality Stone on nowhere against Drax and Mantis, he turned them into cubes and and spiral thingies. Like, why couldn't he have done that to all the mm-hmm. other Avengers? There was like. 
it was it just made it it was so grave like the whole movie i was thinking how are they going to beat him how are they going to beat him then he killed his own daughter i mean the the yeah. the, the stake like the emotional weight on me was huge this whole movie and walking out it was that's why i said it was not a popcorn movie it wasn't just something to you know go and just have it i mean i had a great time but it wasn't something you just go and have a great time and then you walk away feeling great like you walk away feeling right. the effects of it right it was a total it was like uh, empire strikes back yeah absolutely right exactly which i mean everybody's gonna say that <laughs> and Everybody says that about a lot of things. This is the Empire Strikes Back of the the yeah. franchise. Blah blah blah. Like, <laughs> look, we get it. It's it was a darker movie, and the you know the bad guy, the yeah. good guys didn't come out quite on top. But this was like, no, 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 no. No, yeah, this is like Thor. The like Thanos was over. like the. And this is what I was saying that the, he was the protagonist in that he he started the action. He. Uh, had a goal and he accomplished that goal so yeah i'm I'm sure like if if i had like the chart you probably like map out like the hero's journey with thanos right him like going to the cave like the first challenge like him having to sacrifice his daughter how much that weighed on him and then Mm -hmm. all this stuff and then returning back home with like there's he is a straight up protagonist in this movie and it's it's weird to see a like a franchise like this that has it just tosses aside villains like they're nothing to have them to have a villain that is treated like a main right. character. Right. It's just treated know, like yeah. the protagonist, which is like that Marvel knows how to do good villains. They just <laughs> don't. They they just are like we're gonna we're gonna focus on our heroes and we do it on purpose. And like Feige has even basically said he has said that. And. Yeah, like we we focus on our on our heroes, right. and that's just that's just what we do. And now they've flipped it, and they've knocked it out of right. the park. Okay, real quick, real quick, yeah, Red Skull. Like, Red, I like yes, Red Skull. I, I, I just want to throw that in there. He didn't have a huge part, but like everyone is for years has been theorizing that Red Skull is going to come in at some mm-hmm. point, and I was skeptical. And when I saw it, my jaw dropped. Right. Yeah. No. Everybody in the theater. Like, was like, I was <gasps> in the theater like. Nobody else reacted to anything except for that. I heard someone in front of me audibly yeah. gasp. Where where did you Red go? Dude. And they didn't they didn't react to anything else. <laughs> right. Well, I, I can tell you I, I made in lots my of noise. Theater was reacting. <laughs> you made I lots made of noise. noise. I counted just FYI, I counted eight <laughs> moments in the whole movie where I freaked out and just went berserk. <laughs> oh and about gosh. a dozen other yeah. sub freakouts. <laughs> Yeah, I, I had to hold back a bit on the when Thor shows up in the final battle. I had to, I had to hold back a bit because that's just like I just want to make something clear. Sorry, we can go back to the thing. I just want to make a quick point here. I really was not a huge fan of Thor Ragnarok, <laughs> but when Thor shows up at the end, I wanted Immigrant Song to be playing there. <laughs> it was such a like perfect like him just showing up, throwing the axe around, and uh, right. Yeah, yeah, that was cool in Ragnarok, but it was, it kind of, okay, just to, to, to rabbit hole a rabbit hole here, uh, rabbit trail? I don't, I don't remember. I've gotten mixed up with that <laughs> stupid metaphor. Yeah. It, 
didn't work for me in the movie like in ragnarok like it should have been like a some swelling orchestral music instead of immigrant song like it just completely brought down the the emotional level from like a nine to a six i mean now we're just kind of having fun here like it's not this is supposed to be like his triumphant moment and we're just like ah you're just dancing and having fun like what the crap no so I'm sorry, Troy. I must disagree with you there. I, that's no, I'm, I'm not mad. I just think you're wrong. Mm, okay. Well, apparently I I'm. Just, I just I couldn't I couldn't disagree more. I'm sorry. I'm out. I'm outvoted on my own podcast. What, what is? What is <laughs> well, okay. Is All right. So back. To, everyone, welcome to uh, sorry, Thor Ragnarok review. <laughs> right, right, right. Back to back to Infinity War. <laughs> what were we talking about beforehand? Somebody help me. The emotional. I think stakes. we interrupted Daniel. You think what? Oh yeah, sorry. I think we were talking about the Red, Red Skull, Skull and then audience yeah. reactions, and then it led yeah. to that. I don't know. Oh, can I? Can I? I'm going to talk about the audience reactions for a second because, uh, oh, it, yeah. they were beautiful. Um, like, <laughs> the, there were like at least three parts where everybody just started clapping. Like, I think when I feel like it was like when Spider Man came in, yeah. uh, Thor maybe, and uh, Thor at the end when he uh, when he had. Um, Stormbreaker, and I forget what the other one was. Um, everybody was reacting audibly to Thor. Uh, excuse me, Thanos beating the crap out of Hulk. Like oh, that yeah. was incredible. I was like, okay, uh, even without the Infinity Stones, we're all screwed. Yeah, N- th- there's no way. Yeah, like we have a smart Hulk-powered being yeah. here. There's no way. I saw that coming though. When like once he said, yeah, sure, but. Come well, on. no, I definitely felt it. I, I mean, he beat him like two minutes. Mm-hmm. He beat him into submission yeah, so like, much I, that five-year-old Hulk didn't want to come out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I remember, like, I, and I, I, I've gotten, like, bits and pieces from the comics just from watching YouTube videos and all that. Like, I remember there was something about, like, Thanos strangling the Hulk using the Infinity Gauntlet. I didn't think he was just going to straight-up counterattack him. Like, like they're in a fist fight in an alley. Like, I didn't right. think he had like the the boxing skills for that. <laughs> um. Okay. Was that the power stone though? Because he had the power. Uh, or yeah, he had the power stone. Question, at the beginning. At the beginning. Right. Okay. He did. Was it glowing though? Because that's the only indication we have for this. I mean, you could say he was always using it, but I don't know. There's it's hard to tell. Well, there you go. That there's a question for for the ages. Um, another another. Two parts, I think. Um, I think everybody clapped at Winter Soldier coming, uh, like his reveal, his introduction, and definitely there was a girl up front that like s- straight up like squealed. Like this is like the type of girl that has like an Instagram account that's like just dedicated to Sebastian Stan and Chris Evans pictures or whatever. Uh, oh it was gosh. incredible. Of I course. really enjoyed <laughs> being in the same theater with her. Um, and also when Iron Man got stabbed. Like oh, yeah. she straight up screamed. Oh, yeah. She's like, ah! <laughs> that was that scene. Like, cause first off, like we mentioned earlier, like the first minute Iron Man's on on screen, he's like, "Wouldn't it be nice if we had a kid?" And I'm like, "He's dead. He's mm-hmm. he's dead. He's just oh, so he's dead." Sad. And the scene comes around, and like Thanos is cradling his head as he's like stabbing him, and, and mm-hmm. I, that's just everything is set up for him to die, and then that's what makes the whole 
thing of him being one of the last yeah. survivors that much. I started to cry at that part. I, I honestly thought he died. I, th- I was like, that's it. That's that's the end of Tony. Yeah. Yeah, because the whole, like, the whole lead-up to that movie, you're like, okay, I'm ready for Iron Man to leave the MCU. I'm, he's he's done enough. He's, I'm ready for his story to be complete. And then in the moment, you're like, oh, yeah. oh this is this is gotta be ugly. This yeah. is not, I'm not ready. <laughs> right, this right. No, I take, take it back. back. I'm not ready. Don't go back. Re, go back. Refilm the movie. Refilm <laughs> the movie, please. Take this out. I can't take it. I'm not emotionally ready for yeah. this. <laughs> yeah, I, no, I completely. Okay, understand. I want to say another thing that uh, most people haven't talked about that I've heard. We just saw mm-hmm. the relationship between Vision and Scarlet Witch actually work. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like th- uh, that was it not working before? No, in the comics, it was stupid. In the co- like oh, oh okay. Well, I'm explain gonna, to me. I well, don't know. in the comics, it was so they had kids. They, he's an android, and somehow yes. they had kids, and yes. um, the kids were like half android, half human. But then they turned out to be um, I forget the villain's name. I think his name's Morpheus, but he's like a some sort of demon. And they turned out to be like projections. Wait, Morpheus the vampire from Spider Man? No, no, it started with an M. I forget. No, that's that's oh Morbius. God, no, that's Morbius. Yeah. Morbius. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah it was yeah. it was some big villain that started with an M. I forget what it was. I need to refresh my memory. But he was Did you say something, Troy? I didn't hear you. Was that, what was a... that? Did you did you just blurt out his name and we didn't hear you? Oh no, no. Okay, all right, all right. Sorry, Daniel. Yeah, so he, uh, the kids ended up being just like uh, projections of his imagination, of this bad guy's imagination, and he let them uh, grow up with Vision and Scarlet Witch to torture them, and then he like just took them away, and they're like, "What? That's not our kids." You know, very comic book esque, um, and Mm -hmm. it just didn't have depth relatability, and it pretty much fell flat. But in the movie, it actually works. I was very surprised that it worked, but it did. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I was I was happy for them. I was like, "This is working. Yeah. Good. I yeah. like it. I'm glad. I'm glad that the, that an a biomechanical android and uh, a mutant girl can uh, can have a nice life together." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Does do we have any more random thoughts, or do should I? Let's see. Uh, it's, what's it? Stormbreakers the coolest weapon ever let's just, let's just mm-hmm. throw that out there oh like i'm just mm-hmm. it was what was that what were you gonna say the peter dinklage dude peter dinklage got to be oh, a giant yeah, dwarf that's, what the crap that's a great just the concept of like yeah those are the dwarves like that's uh-huh. that's great like character design yeah it's like, like of course they're like they're making stuff with dying stars like of course they'd be huge and they're dwarves like it just, <laughs> it just makes sense in the context of the yeah. mythology Right. Oh. Oh. Okay. Sorry. Speaking of uh, things making sense, do you think that the world would have been ready for just not even not even this whole movie, but just the concept of in what two thousand eight two thousand nine when uh, Red Skull disappeared because of the Space Stone because of the Tesseract of him becoming like the Grim Reaper uh, guardian of the Soul Stone. Like that is so comic booky and out there and yeah. weird. Yeah, like even the concept of like the Tesseract shooting lasers, I feel like was really out there for 2010. Did it do like, that in this movie? Is that what that was? Like that that whole second half of the first Avenger, the first Captain America movie, where it's 
like it's kind of like Power Rangers esque, where <laughs> you go from a really gritty, realistic World War Two movie to Red Skull shooting lasers out of tanks, and like mm-hmm. that felt comic booky back then. That feels like a drop in yeah. the bucket right now. Right? Yeah, that's just kid stuff at this point. We have Red Skull being like the Guardian of the Soul Stone. It's ridiculous. Okay, let's see. Um, if we're trying to stay off of... <sighs> okay, so who hasn't met? Do we know who hasn't met at this yeah. point? Like, cause, Ca- uh, like, most of the people in Wakanda haven't met the rest of the Guardians of the Galaxy besides uh, Rocket and Groot. Okay. Rocket and Groot were on... Yeah, we're on Wakanda, right? Okay. In Wakanda. Yep. So is that it? Is that every like everybody else has met like Spider Man? Uh, I mean, and... I, I guess, I guess Tony and Spider Man and Rocket and Root. There's that. Um, just various members of the Guardians got scattered across here. That they um, just haven't met the people on yeah, Earth, basically. Yeah, exactly. I really enjoyed Hulk catching up on everything. It was amazing. He was like, "Wait, oh, you yeah. guys fell out? Yeah. Wait, there's a there's a Spider Man and an Ant Man." <laughs> Uh, Thor- <laughs> you lost another android. Thor, Thor has not oh, met Spider Man yet. Ooh, okay, that'll be fun. Oh yeah, there's that. Okay, so I mean, we had all the wisecrackers together. Like that was, that was yeah. Cool. I love the part. I okay, so I intentionally skipped the second trailer because I wanted to have as mm-hmm. most uh, novel experience as I could. And um, mm-hmm. when when Chris Pratt said to Iron Man. Um, Look, I like your plan, except it sucks. So why don't we why don't we let me make the plan? That way it might be good. I was like, oh my gosh, that's perfect. That's like perfect Star Lord interactions right there. <laughs> right. Okay. Did you think that he was a little bit cartoony? Because I felt like he was a little cartoony. That's, that was my one issue with the movie. They did Chris Pratt dirty in this movie. Like yes, Star Lord okay. is a little is a little more obnoxious than yeah, he, he is. I feel like they they did overplay like the the joke about him thinking that he was a captain and then not being a captain, I felt like that that didn't do justice to his and position. Like, and yeah, and I, I feel like... Mm-hmm. And I feel like the scene, like, most of the jokes in this movie, like, they feel like they fit in the context of the movie. Like, very cool. Like, Iron Man calling that alien guy Squidward, like, that's a yeah. typical Iron Man yeah. thing. Right, like, that was a really lot of the A lot of the quips and stuff feel, like, grounded. Like, they don't take any weight out of the scene. The bit where... Star Lord and Thor are like Star Lord's jealous of Thor. Like that goes on a little too long, and yeah. it's kind of uncomfortable. Feels like hi, let's yeah, like hi, let's we need oh shoot, we need to put a funny scene in here. Let's make the funny man do the funny thing, mm. and it kind of like takes the momentum out of the story a bit. It's not a long scene, but it stands out because it's the only bit where people aren't where the plot isn't moving forward and people aren't doing what they would normally right. do. Right. Yeah. I mean, but and even, like, even he doesn't. Sorry. Oh no, I was just gonna say, even like that's what we were talking about. Even that's like a nitpick. You know what I mean? Like there weren't that big. Yeah. There weren't big issues yeah, fair with the enough. movie. Makes sense. Right. Uh, that being said, I feel like uh, even within his own character, Star Lord doesn't quite make sense because like he, I don't know, he's like a great hand to hand fighter, and he's really smart with his. Uh, kind of like tactics of you know s- very sneakily putting a a bomb on somebody's back and then blowing it up 
you know, with an, his middle finger upraised, right. and <laughs> it's like, that was, that was how is this guy the same retard that's making this joke about being, you know, scared that Thor's going to take his girl right. or whatever? Like, what? What in the world? Right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I again, you, you can kind of say this is all his fault too, because the movie could have ended at the midway point, right? Which, as a filmmaker, you again, that's the struggle of like giving Thanos full power versus seeing the main characters win. Is like, it just that's why we got to be stupid if it ended if it ended right there. But at the same time, it's even stupider that they're they have a chance to take the Infinity Gauntlet off, and Star Lord can't hold back on wailing on Thanos for like literally fifteen seconds, right? Yeah, but let's let's say like Mantis, man, they really showcased her power. Like she would not have been able to. uh, I I mean, she just wouldn't have been able to. Like they wouldn't have been able to hold Thanos down without Mantis. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. And I, I gotta be honest. I thought that, I, I kind of feel like, if he really wanted to get at Thanos, like. I don't know, his mouth's hanging open, the gun's right there. I thought he was just going to shoot him in the face, and then... But no, he, he punches him a bunch yeah. of times. Right, just, which is know. really just to get his anger out. Like, what do you expect is going to happen? If only he yeah. was a celestial. Yeah, seriously. I know, right? Oh my god. And, and also, he's one of the people who vanishes, so like, he doesn't get to stay around for the next Avengers movie to kind of deal with the fact that he caused right. all of this. Or right. not caused all, but like allowed this, like blew their one chance to right, fix right. this. Mm-hmm. So also, um, uh, I would throw out my nitpick. Groot's arm being Thor's hammer uh, handle seemed very stupid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> really? Uh, I, mean, I, I saw it in a toy, so I wasn't. I, like, I wasn't surprised. It was a little bit salty that I saw it. I saw the toy first. I was like, gosh. Dang it! I wanted to see Stormbreaker in the oh. movie. I didn't want to know what it looked like. I didn't want to know anything. Yeah. Uh, it's really not that big of a deal. It shouldn't be, but I was like, oh, I already know it's going. Well, think about it this way: if you remember from the first Guardians of the Galaxy, like Gamora chopped off his arm with a sword, um, you know, mm-hmm. and he just grew it back. But his his wood. I mean, he's not indestructible wood. He might be stronger than other wood, but like, it didn't make sense that if you have this awesome hammer, like this crazy awesome hammerhead, that even even from a storytelling perspective, the entire purpose of uh, whether it was Thor or Peter Dinklage not being able to find that the handle for that uh, was just so Groot would have his little shiny moment, and it just felt really flat and like they're trying to sell us something. I guess, but I, I, I mean, I I get that, but I also kind of feel like that just adds to how great the weapon is. <laughs> like it's it's forged in the fires of a star. It can teleport you everywhere it's the handle is somebody's arm like just that's kind of just, what i was thinking to, during the movie well, are weird, so and also like i don't think i don't think the handle on thor's hammer originally was that big of a deal so well i guess it was with an axe there's more area to kind it, of break it was, it, it was just like wood though right just looked like wood yeah I, it was it was like some i don't remember what the thing was made out of but it was like wrapped in leather or something. well that's my point is like if you're gonna uh, let me ask you this if you even if it's just stone whether or not it's forged in the heart of a star you're gonna have a huge stone head like that to have it attached to a little wooden handle if you're if you're hitting things really hard Daniel. especially if it's what Daniel, it's magic no it's not 
Yeah, it's also like teleporting you everywhere, and it shoots lightning, and like I don't, I don't know. There's, I feel like the, I feel like the Stonehead did something to it. Yeah, exactly. Because when it all bonded it's no together, longer, it's no longer just Groot's arm. It's also Groot's arm, but with magic. <laughs> well, it, it's really lazy to be like a wizard did it. It's magic, whatever. But I mean, yeah, it's that a little is cop out. The literal I mean, hey, if, if that's like basically my only gripe about the movie, then. That's that's, oh, that's a really true. good thing. Yeah, that is very true. Um, I had something else. Uh, okay, so I was like going through the movie, kind of um, comparing like who's stronger than who, who beat who, and within the Avengers, it was starting to like not quite make sense because you would think that like somebody, if the four people are in trouble, Vision, Wanda, uh, Cap, and Black Widow, like. Who do you think is going to save whose butts yeah, in that Vision scenario? Right. So, uh, what exactly happened there? And then, but then I was kind of thinking that, other than the fact that, and excuse, the, I think there's there's a vacuum behind me. I don't know if you can hear it, but I, excuse no, me if I you can. can. Um, okay. Well, I'm more talking to the listeners because <laughs> they're not. You get here because the, the microphone. Anyway. Um, I was thinking that like Black Widow shouldn't be able to hang with any of these people, but she always oh, yeah, kind of like not. takes their tech and uses it against them. So she was like using, um, I don't know, Proxima Midnight's staff or one of their staffs, and uh, that's what that's what kind of gave her the upper hand. And she's been trained, Cap's been trained, whereas Wanda and Vision really haven't. So that's really my only. Uh, counter argument to my own gripe about this. Yeah, I guess I think that oh, that first scene is the only scene where it's really obvious where that problem really shows up because it's like, oh no, the next evolution in humanity and a wizard are in trouble. Look out! Here come three people who can punch. They're gonna yeah, save the day. Yeah, that that didn't quite make sense to me either. I was like, the, uh, yeah. Wanda and Vision are the two most powerful characters out of all of them. Like maybe Doctor Strange, but yeah, and I. I, I totally buy, like, and they don't give an explanation for it, but I totally buy, like, oh no, their staff has something that keeps him from phasing out and just, like, dodging their attacks. I totally, like, we're dealing with weird, strange magic. I can totally go with not getting a, a complete explanation on that, but as far as, like, I don't know, it, just in that one specific scene, it just kind of yeah, feels weird. that's true. Yeah, but I, w- mm-hmm. I was thinking that it's just, it's gotta be the training, right? I mean, yeah, come on. Probably. Vision and like if Superman got depowered, like even like half his power, like somebody else with comparable powers would just be able to beat the crap out of him because he's not—he's a big bully. He's not used to having to try yeah. with people. And there was something else I was going to say about that whole fight, and I was really distracted by the vacuum. So <sighs> I have a request. Mm, what's um, can we talk about real quick, like theories for Avengers Four? Yeah, no, absolutely. Cool. So I just, I, I'm going to start off real quick. So obviously the, the post credit scene, Nick Fury sent the, the message to Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, by the way, it only took everyone 10 years, but everybody stayed for the post credit <laughs> yes. scene. Oh, yeah. I'm like give yes. a applause for that. I, I have a comment on that that I'll, I'll bring up later, but I have a comment <laughs> on that. Anyway, back to the, back to the, okay. yeah, so, um, I, I don't know if you folks have seen it, but uh, there's some photos that went around like last year around Ragnarok time of the uh, Avengers 4 production. 
because it has already been filmed. And um, it showed Cap, mm -hmm. Ant-Man, and Thor. Uh, and uh, No, not Thor. Iron Man and Mark Ruffalo all next to each other. And they all had these devices that looked like wristwatches, except they weren't on their wrist. They were on, like, the back of their hand. And they all had this, this same symbol. It looked oh. like an X. No, okay. I don't think it's to do with X-Men, but... It was like a blue X on the on this little watch size device. But Cap, the interesting thing was Cap was wearing his suit from the original Avengers. So there's some big theories that Captain Marvel is going to have. I mean, at this point in the time, Thanos has won. Like, that, that's it. Obviously, we know we're getting oh, yeah, Black absolutely. Panther 2. We know we're getting right. Spider-Man 2. So those two characters have to come back. Whether or not the other ones do, who knows. But... Uh, if they don't come back, or if, they, if in order to get back, I think there's going to be a time reversal all the way back to the original Avengers. I think uh, Captain Marvel's going to have a huge part to play in that. And then keep this in mind, Doctor Strange got sucked away. So Tony's left alone on um, on Titan. So he he's either going to have... Oh, no, there's uh, ne Nebula's still there. They oh, she's Nebula. there as well. Okay. Still well, either way, he's going to have to figure out a way yeah. to get back to Earth. I think he's going to be really pivotal as well. But here's my big theory. In the comics, Cap is the one who uh, holds the gauntlet and gets everything back to normal. I think that, uh, actually, if you guys know who Emergency Awesome is, he's a YouTuber, he brought up this, this theory that because yep. the Soul Stone, possession of the Soul Stone requires sacrifice of someone you love, I think this, is, this would be like the most emotionally, I would just burst into tears. I think Iron Man is going to sacrifice himself for Cap so that Cap can get the Soul Stone, put on the glove, and reverse everything and take care of it all. And if that happens, if that happens, here's the thing. By the oh. time, even though, what's that? Isn't it you love most, though? It didn't say love. It didn't Does say love, love Iron Man most in the world? I think it's. It... Yeah. Uh, I'm pretty really? sure it said love the most. Did it? Well, I'll have to watch it again. That, that, might, yeah, not be, sure. that might not happen. But uh, if it does. Cap and Iron Man up to this point, even though we've already seen the whole movie, they still haven't met each other since Civil War, and they still haven't rectified everything. So if they killed either one of them right. for the other person, that would like – I mean, if Cap gave himself up for Iron Man, like that that would that would do it. That'd be great. And I think we would just – yeah. <laughs> yep. Waterworks. Oh, wait. Wait. Wow. I just – oh, no. So – What? Who has who has a okay, really he, strong? Let's keep this in who context. Who has a really? Guys. He's saying, "Oh no!" After everyone no, has I, died. I mean, okay. How can it so, get worse than this? Please, Troy. What if Pepper is still alive, and Tony has mm. the gauntlet, and he needs to get the Soul Stone? The only way is to sacrifice Pepper. Oh, what if what if she's and yeah, she is no, the only person. She is the only person in Tony's life left. Not only does he love her the most, she's the only thing he has left. And it's to save the universe. Right. I'm just, they're probably going to do it. I just realized how, like, how mm. it, in the context of, like, sacrificing people, like, that's, that's a pretty big, like, if, if you want to absolutely destroy people, right. then <laughs> that's the sacrifice you're going to put in yeah. the movie. Yeah. Right, because technically, like the the person that Cap loves most probably yeah. disappeared there. Like it was probably. Oh, what if, what if they? Uh, yeah, what if they brought? Uh, what was it Sharon Carter back just to kill her again? 
just to kill her. Oh my gosh. Uh, that's that's too dark. Okay, what was I had a theory and I can't remember what it was now. Yeah, no, that would suck. That would that would be really terrible. Oh, okay, my theory was that dark I mean, and maybe everybody knows this and is obvious to everyone else and I'm not even telling anybody anything they don't know. But I'm pretty sure Doctor Strange saw more than just the outcome of that one fight. He like he saved Iron Man even though he said he wasn't going to and made it seem like that was yeah. what had to happen. Okay, no. was that just a duh well, I mean, for everybody else? Yeah, no, I, I it's it's pretty clear, like I it would have been great if they expanded on this a bit, but very clearly like the only scenario in which they beat Thanos is where he wins but Tony survives and then all that other stuff. And then Thanos slips in the shower and that's that's the one scenario he's just Thanos just off by himself and does something stupid and then dies. Right. And so and yeah. I, I, exactly. I don't think it was like, it, you know, I, it obviously wasn't explicit, but because, you know, it, it makes sense that because he saw 14,605 different outcomes. Um, oh, you remember, you remember the number? Did you nice. actually remember that name? All right, cool. Nice. No, Thanks for I, flexing like, on I'm a Marvel nerd, said, but not. So a, I, I remember it from that. Um, all right, all right. No, so. Uh, yeah, just gone. Along see, with you should have just I kept that. You should have just kept that. <laughs> no, so anyway, if he, since he remembered all that, or I don't remember, <laughs> since he knew all of those outcomes, I think the only way to, that he saw, like Troy said, the only way that he saw uh, a, a viable, you know, any possibility of them winning is that if um, if Tony uh, stayed alive. I don't think it was about Thanos having the time stone. I think it was about right. Tony staying alive, and that's. That's the uh, the point I wanted to make. Although I hope it's because Thanos just does right. something stupid by himself, like just walking along a cliff one day, having one, and just trips, <laughs> and that's Iron, and that's the Avengers Avengers Four <laughs> just just falls wow. just that falls on his face, dies, <laughs> everything goes back <laughs> to normal. <laughs> we, we would friends. all be like, "What?" And they're just like, like "Oh, we just no. gotta find the glove now." <laughs> bada bing, bada boom. It'd be a great end credits scene for Captain Marvel. Okay. Oh my gosh! Just him walking oh, along, yeah, trips. Yeah, yeah. Just, there's no Avengers neck. four. It's Captain, just Captain Marvel, Marvel will not return to Avengers four because look, he sold it. Oh man, when it was like Thanos will return. Yeah, they didn't show the title. Dang it! Whatever. Yeah, I was like. Some, yeah, people right, think, some people Stupid think they're going to show it at the end of Stupid Captain Marvel. Uh, where they'll say Captain Marvel will return in Avengers, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. That mm. was the, by the way, that was the, the title? scary title that the Russo brothers were talking about. It's Avengers 4, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> right. Did they say it was Oh, yeah, scary? they, they, they uh, like, leading up to this movie, they were like, we can't give away the Avengers 4 title because the title yeah, is no, scary. Well, they said, like, they said, uh, so, some, somebody oh tweeted that um, the fact that the Russo brothers haven't released the title yet freaks them out. And then the Russos found it and commented, it should. So, it's Ooh. like, <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, yeah, this is, uh, okay, oh, and one other thing I have a theory about, we didn't see Ant-Man or uh, Barton in this, so I think that at the end, like, we didn't even see a shot with all of them uh -huh. together, even from the, the um, even from the trailer, they didn't show that shot with them running through the woods, 
So I think I think oh, what's gonna yeah. happen is that at the end of Avengers Four, in the final battle, there's gonna be one shot with every single character, like oh like uh, all of them. And I mean, oh, we're talking Captain Marvel, yes. Ant Man, oh. and uh, Barton included, and then all the Avengers, uh, and all and all the Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay, when you said there's one shot, I thought you meant literally like there's one single arrow that comes flying in, just like, and then right into Thanos' neck. He's like, "Did somebody need some arrows?" <laughs> and then, like, and then, uh, Hawk, yes, Clint, Hawkeye one v one fights arrows. Thanos to the death. Oh my gosh! Uh, yeah. Anyway, fantastic. Um. <laughs> okay, so the other thing was. They're gonna have to explain the crap out of the fact that Fury had contact with yeah and didn't do it Captain Marvel yeah. since the nineties oh, yeah yeah like, he could have used it in Avengers what yeah. the crap this is the problem with the, the, doing this type of thing like prequels hey but, they'll they'll figure it out yeah. whatever they yeah, they'll, see the thing is this is all oh and something. that's another issue yeah, that I don't understand the Rooster Brothers have clearly clearly exploited oh my gosh. Have clearly stated <laughs> that exploited. That, uh, this this is not shut up. That this is not a part us, one and part two. They said it's not one story <laughs> that we just snipped in half. But it clearly like okay, it is a it is a complete story in of its own. It's not. However, okay, right. Well, that's what they were trying to say. It just seems like. However, go it ahead. Seems like it is one story because it's one character arc with Thanos. So okay. I mean, uh-huh. maybe that's just me, but yeah, it makes sense. It's called it's called sequels. Well, look, I, I understand what you're saying because movies. it is kind like of a cliffhanger. If, if Loki didn't like, die, but that's in, in, at the end of Avengers, or if he didn't get captured in the Avengers one, and then he popped up in Avengers two, it would feel like a continuation of the same story. So, mm-hmm. okay, but again, Thanos is kind of the protagonist in this. So if you look at it that way. From a storytelling, uh-huh. like a writing standpoint, this is a complete story because he had a goal, it went through trials to uh, right, accomplish that enough. goal, and accomplished it. He won. And so, like, the Avengers are the bad guys in this, uh, the antagonists in this scenario, and will obviously win in Avengers 4 unless they keep trying to string us along which would be ridiculous but uh, it's going to go back to the way it was in Avengers 4 so yeah like I understand it's kind of from the hero's point of view it is just a part one but from the villain so what they said was true from Uh, a certain point of view that's all I'm trying to say all right nice I I, (laughs) thank you I got that reference I understood that reference (laughs) <laughs> I got that reference. <laughs> thank you, thank you. I remember what I was going to say earlier about comparing the different strengths of the different characters together. Like, first, like Thor gets beaten half to death by like Thanos or whatever, and then he withstands yeah. the power of. And why the, the heck Star. didn't his pants blow off? Like that doesn't make any sense. Not that I wanted them to, but uh, because PG thirteen rating. That's that's why. <laughs> <laughs> the NPAA is stronger. Yeah. Why doesn't Hulk? Why don't Hulk's clothes all go off <laughs> exactly. every time? The NPAA is the strongest. Comic is the strongest blood. material. PG thirteen ratings. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. N- NPAA. Right. Sorry. Was that was that what you were uh, gonna say, Daniel? 
his pants. No. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think that was the only other thing that I had was like yeah. weird power wise. Yeah. Also, I think Thanos needs to check his math a bit because, like, in that opening scene, he's like, "Oh, we killed half of the people." Thor's the only person floating in space, and the ship's destroyed. Mm-hmm. I think he kind of killed everyone. I yeah, I'm pretty sure. I didn't see yeah, any. I, I, I mean, I, I feel like the movie was paced that. really well, but if there was ever like a point to do a director's cut, like. I don't know, throwing five minutes of someone getting to an escape pod and like, oh, good, the Asgardians aren't all dead, I guess. Yeah. So, like, well, no, right. I mean, like, I had to... talking about like, oh, he he killed he killed half of the Asgardian race and then left the other half to die in the vacuum of space. Like they just they yeah. keep up the idea that he killed half of the people, but where the I other half go? Where where is Valkyrie? Oh yeah, she died. Uh, she did. Yeah, her contract expired. <laughs> no, because uh, I thought that maybe like I just missed something. Because like when the movie started, they like they turned the house lights down for the for the trailers and then turn it back on when the movie started, and everybody was like, "What the heck is happening?" And so I was I was the one that like got up and ran and told somebody, and they turned them off because I was like, "I am oh, not nice. going to sit through here this with the house wow. lights on." Like in the in an Avengers movie, Gabe was the real hero. Yeah, there you go, exactly. And like the, <laughs> the guy next to me, the guy next to me was like, "It's okay, Spider Man's gonna get it." Because I was wearing like a Spider Man hoodie. It was it was great. It was my shiny nice. moment. <laughs> and, but that, and I'm just gonna talk about my theater experience now. That guy next to me, this is it's really weird now because like the um, it's not just nerds now. Like this was the most bro dude of all bro dudes sitting next to me. Like explaining explaining the comic book infinity gauntlet infinity war whatever uh to his buddy sitting next to him and i'm like what is what has happened to the world first of all and second i don't want to hear this like there's a reason i didn't go and watch all the youtube videos and read all the comics because i want to watch the movie the way that they have it and i'm kind of tired of knowing everything that's going to happen you know in this and that movie So I'm like, please shut up. I was like plugging my ears, just not even caring if anybody else saw me plugging my ears like a child. Um, (laughs) I was like, please stop. Yeah, it was totally worth it. And then like going into the movie, like on opening day, I'm kind of like, you know, everybody's, everybody's kind of on the same page and we're all like, we all love the same thing. And I feel like we should be like friendly with each other. But like the walking into, walking into the movie, there was a guy, um, uh, it's like this African American couple, and the guy asked me, uh, "Hey, is this like a 3D showing? Because like they have the they have the 3D glasses sitting outside here. Like, I'm I was trying not to have 3D, and I was like, no, they they would have you know 3D in the title if it was. Um, and he was like, oh, okay, good. And then we all start walking in, and he's like explaining the the difference between like 3D and IMAX and uh, Dolby, whatever digital, whatever." to his um his girlfriend and i'm like he, he's like yeah it's it's basically like the it's basically the same thing and whatever i was like uh well actually uh <laughs> the, the dolby is more about the uh, sound and the imax is like the biggest uh, screen you can get and the dolby is like uh best like picture quality and sound you can get and he's like oh uh, okay <laughs> like oh i forgot um avengers is for everybody now and not just nerds Okay, like, um, sorry. Did, did we just get um actually? I just I just well actually someone, and I like slap <laughs> myself afterwards. I'm like, I don't 
You don't. Well, actually, someone don't do that. <laughs> wow. Yep. Oh man. We were your. You guys said that your uh, theaters weren't quite as expressive. It sounded like. Oh, the, it was. It was completely packed for me. It's just that people were were. Um, I don't know for whatever reason. Like I, I, I vividly remember the first Avengers. People were cheering and clapping, and in this one, right. people kind of kept to themselves. And I'm not entirely sure what the di- like. It could just be the tone. It could be that a whole bunch of people got murdered in the first ten minutes. But I mean, like, <laughs> right? I, I, I mean, my know. but my theater yeah. was very expressive. That's what I'm saying. Like it's weird. Like yeah. they were laughing out loud. Like I, there was a part where I'm gonna. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna watch it again and, and see which part this was. It might have been the Squidward crack, but um, oh yeah, like I laughed out loud at something that nobody else. That like I laughed harder than everyone else. Like everybody kind of like chuckled, but I was like dying. Uh, and I can't remember if it was like oh, Iron gosh. Man or or Spider Man that said something. But uh, yeah, that was the thing. So uh, Daniel, how how expressive yes. was yours? How, uh, was that, how was your theater experience? I would say it was semi expressive. I was like. I was very expressive. Like I said, I oh, freaked yeah. out eight times. I'm not exaggerating. Made a lot of noise and like squirmed in my chair. Um, so good. But the, overall, the crowd was it was a lot of fun. That's why I went opening night. I mean, other right. than just to see it first, you know, you to see it with a huge crowd, it makes it a lot more fun. So absolutely, I was avoiding spoilers like the plague. I, oh, I me too. that was the biggest reason yeah. I had to go see it immediately. Yeah. To be completely honest, I don't know if you could spoil this movie without getting a full list out. Like the number of people who die and just yeah, yeah. I don't know. That's but even like a little spoiler, like I don't know, like one of even just one of the spoilers would have been like devastating. Yeah, for fair me. enough. One I guess, death. I guess I've been like no. Well, I I found out that Loki was gonna die ahead of time. I was scrolling through YouTube and I saw a leaked. It said leaked video. Loki dies. Like Great. I yeah, I, I couldn't admit. Like I don't know how I would have avoided that. Right. Oh, that was yeah. the that was the name of one of the trailers that some channel released. Like they released like just TV spot footage that was titled Loki Loki's death scene. Goodness gracious! Yeah. Like yeah. it didn't even have it in the, the movie, first like, five minutes. But come on, like huh? Nice, nice clickbait, but clickbait, buddy. And then it just turned out to be true. So and then it was yeah. real. Oh no! <laughs> exactly. Oh, hey, well, I gotta run. Um, okay. I don't know how you want to wrap up, Gabe. Well, okay. I just wanna. You know, everybody knows that Spider-Man's my boy, and I just want to say that I love the fact that he is a movie nerd. Like, his whole plan yeah. with the... Hey, have you ever it's seen that really long. old movie, Aliens? Or Alien? <laughs> I was like, yes! <laughs> I love it so much. And that's... Uh, Spidey, Spidey's the boy, man. I, I love him. I love him so much. I was, that was the hardest death to watch, man. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Let's make that dead. He's no, no. Yeah, he's but, not dead. He's the but one I, I that does kind of tie into like that last comment I wanted to make about the end credits and about the th- that the very end of the movie, like that feeling in the theater when I realized there's kids here, there's families here that don't know about Marvel's whole thing. I don't think they know there's a fourth movie coming. Like, there's, oh man, there's a possibility that they think, oh, oh everyone oh, just oh. died. <laughs> Wow, I, that's, that's true. And when I wow. when that occurred to me, I re, I that's sat true. back and I'm like, oh, this is better than the movie. <laughs> Just watching a crowd <laughs> of people slowly die inside. When they see him just like looking out of the sunset, and like when that first yeah. slot where there's usually an end credit scene and it just passes by and there's no end credit, I'm like, this might be the first MCU movie to not have end credits, 
and that would be the best because <laughs> just everyone leaving the theater with nothing like that would have been incredible to see and but we didn't because you have to right plug captain marvel and all that but like oh right i don't yeah, know it was, this, I was, it was like, this more please please do it please just don't have an end credit <laughs> scene it will be beautiful like i want an end credit and, scene but also just to see that would be incredible yeah and and like the the title pops up and avengers infinity where it fades away in the same way that everyone turned to dust oh. and like just oh and, you're right like and um I just I wasn't okay. Wait, say. did oh. they do that? Because I just now I could see that in my head. Did they actually do? Oh, that? they they did that. Yeah, like Avengers right, faded did. away into dust at at yeah. the exact point where a mid credit scene would have been, and like it felt like I was in on a massive practical joke, and it was the best. <laughs> that's fantastic. Oh, it's just oh, that's wow. beautiful. beautiful. Okay, this entire well, movie was beautiful. I really enjoyed talking to everybody. Daniel, do you really have to go? I do. Okay. Okay. Were you going to say right something? Did I interrupt you again? No, I was just going to say, uh, you guys can keep talking. I, I'm just going to, I got to wrap up. Okay. All right. Well, I also kind of need to go. I okay. said I was going to be somewhere. Troy, do you have any closing thoughts? I think, I think we're all. I, I think I, I just, again, I just want to kind of stay in that moment where the, where the weights still have death and we don't know for sure that all these characters have movies, so they have to come back. But unfortunately, yeah, Spider-Man's not going to stay dead. Black Panther's not going to stay dead. But the fact that they went there and that they were able to convince, like, that they were able to tell this story so well that they were able to make me, knowing the full Marvel schedule, believe, oh my gosh, they're actually dead. Like, that's that's just credit to them in terms of how they can set set the tone for a film and... Do that, yeah. Fantastic. To make them feel yeah. like there's these massive stakes, even though, like, you know, some of these people are going to come back. Right. right. Exactly. Because there was that danger of like, oh, we can just kill everyone and undo it, but they actually added stakes to it, which is great. Um. Yeah. Okay, Daniel, did you have any closing thoughts? Go see it. Please, everyone, yeah, go see absolutely. it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, bring other people. I mean, I hope point, I hope if you've heard it this long, you've you've seen it by now. But yeah, at this point, take, you're going ev- take to take everyone it again. you know because this needs. Oh, I'm hoping that this beats the domestic box office record of The Force Awakens, which has the current record in America, which is 248 oh, yeah. million. 240. I hope it does 248, which is okay. insane. Ah, it's it's super tracking crazy at right 235, according okay. to wow. somebody. Yeah, there's a lot of different tracking numbers. People say between 220 to 250, but... Right, um, and usually they blow out of the water a little bit, so... Yeah, go see it and go see it again and then take your friends a third time. (laughs) Yes, (laughs) yes. Okay, all right, so uh, you can find me at Gabe in the Box. Thank you for listening. Uh, We really appreciate it. Uh, Welcome, welcome to the uh, post-Avengers 3, the post-Avengers Infinity War world. Uh, they've done it, guys. They've really done it. Um, Troy, would you like to tell us where they can find you on the internet? Oh, well, um, first off, you can find me on YouTube at Rise of the Kumquat. I do YouTube, I do YouTube videos, I do movie-related stuff, I review, uh, again, films, short films, all kinds of stuff, uh, so if mm-hmm. you want to hear my thoughts really great. on those things, uh, thank you very much. And if, You're welcome. And if you want to follow all the other creative projects I'm working on, uh, 
You can find me on Twitter at Troy of D Kumquats, D R O Y, D capital D E of the Kumquat. Yeah, I'm not gonna spell the whole thing out. Anyway, <laughs> thanks. K U M Q U A T. Yeah, exactly. Yep. And uh, thank you, Troy, for uh, continuing to uh, support me a little bit on uh, Patreon. I really appreciate it. And uh, I don't think I've ever told oh, yeah, you no directly. So I appreciate it. Uh, Daniel does not have a Twitter account. I always have somebody on this podcast that doesn't like to be followed. On <laughs> I don't understand. But Daniel, thank you for being here. Really, oh, my pleasure. Really appreciate it. And uh, to everyone else, we will catch you next time for whatever movie I happen to be watching. Uh, please, please enjoy your uh, your <laughs> your Marvel watching. Because I know I will. All right. right Bye, on. everybody. Ciao. See you. All right. Wow. That was great. And I, I completely forgot to com- complain about Ant-Man not mattering, but that's okay. <laughs> Have you thought about that, Troy? Because, like, Ant-Man doesn't matter anymore. Like, Yeah, but I, I do wonder how they're going to handle Ant-Man and the Wasp at this point, because they, they have to transition out of everyone dying to, oh, here's a fun little heist film. And, right. And, uh, yeah. But okay. it's like, yeah, and like the world, half the world is dead. Half of the universe is gone. And yeah, we're going to go into this heist film that uh, uh, probably happens before Infinity War. It has to happen yeah. before Infinity War, otherwise it'd be spoilers. Yeah, I think every single movie now that they, well, I guess I'll make two movies, but, two, but every yeah. single thing they do between now and uh, Avengers 4 has to end with, and then everyone turned into dust and they <laughs> faded away. Right, right, exactly. So, I don't know. Like, that's going to be weird. I think it's just going to, like, the only thing that anybody's, you know, theorized about that it could uh, be okay is that it's just going to explain where Ant-Man was during Infinity War. So it's going to be a little bit of lead-up or, like, a lot of lead-up, and then, you know, this is what he was doing, or whatever. This is why he wasn't in yeah, the thing. Yeah, I get that. Makes sense.